0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds with Heroes of Pacific City. My name is Chris, and for the first time for this campaign, I will be the GM for my own story arc. So, yeah, taking uh, the other side of the GM screen for once. It will be interesting to see. I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing what happens next. So, anyway, as for our players, starting from the top of the chat channel and going downwards, we have uh hello my name is harry i'll be
1: playing as gene on otherwise known as Sation. hi i'm joe and i'll be playing uh brandon hart otherwise known as mr medium
2: hi i'm john i'll be playing as cassandra aka Epimethea, aka uh delphi hi
3: uh, i'm sam uh, i'll be playing as cassila uh, better known as
2: cassila
4: and i'm jonathan and i'm going to be playing as evelyn kinglet aka the pelicanetic
2: and I, I gotta say, I, I've missed having a... A.K.A. also, that's just my name. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Casila doesn't understand. Why do, why do you guys... Why do you, why do you hide your uh, identities? Don't you want people to know who you are?
1: <laughs> well, I feel like we... Didn't, didn't we explain Sirendes last time? I don't remember
3: do Maybe you did, but I feel like Casila would still be like, I don't understand. It's,
5: it's, <laughs> if people sad. try to hurt you, just kill
0: them. Yeah, it is very are, easy.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it is how you win. They will not be able to find and fight you if you do not know tell you, them who you are.
0: Okay, well, um, why don't we uh, jump into things so that Katsila can find all these things out the hard way. So, we start off maybe a couple of days after our last game. It's been about two days since Casilla well, joined the team as kind of an introductory period for us to assess her and see how she would do as a member of Torch. So things have been pretty quiet since then with not too, too much going on. Like maybe you guys have been doing a couple of simple patrols here and there, but it's been relatively uneventful ever since the events involving the various gangs of pacific city and as for things with you guys um i'm gonna be doing like a short little interlude for each of our five heroes and i'm going to be rolling a die and based on the result that'll determine who we're going to be addressing first okay so we are starting things off with Evelyn Kinglip, otherwise known as the Pelicanetic. So, Evelyn, uh, you are at the university right now, doing uh, some basic work. Um, what sort of thing would you say that Evelyn has been working on over this last while?
4: Uh, you know, she's just getting started back in the lab, so probably just mm. catching up on stuff, uh, reading papers, doing a lot of like data, look, looking over experiments that people have done since she left and came back. Uh, totally, yeah.
0: Um, okay, so as you are going over everything, one of your uh, fellow researchers, and actually the closest thing you have to a friend in the lab, Adelaide, comes up to you. Hey, so how are you settling in back here?
4: Oh, hey, um, well, you know, it's really nice to be back. Uh, yeah. You folks have been really busy, I've uh, been really busy since I left, uh, I got a lot of ca- up <laughs> on, but... You know, yeah. it's it's good. It's good to see you again, you know?
0: Yeah, you too. I mean, heck, we, uh, I mean, we all missed you around here ever since you were gone and stuff. I mean, I'm just glad to see that you're actually it looks like you're doing really well since you've gotten back. Like, we weren't too too sure. You told us you were okay, but it's almost like you never left.
4: Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a bit of time to myself, so um, well, I got into CrossFit, you know.
0: <laughs> Dang, okay. Huh. Well, um, I mean, Healthy body, healthy mind, I can understand that. Um, That's the idea. Yeah, uh, so you've gotten info on a bunch of other things. Uh, Dr. Fisher wanted to speak to you one-on-one in his office. He mentioned that to me. Just wanted to let you know that maybe, you know, when you have some time, uh, head on over, uh, you know, just check in with him on a few things.
4: Oh, yeah, I can do that now.
0: Sure, okay. Uh, Yeah, so you head out of the lab, down the hallway, down to Dr. Fisher's office so yeah the door is closed at the moment but you see that the light is on inside and a couple shapes moving from behind the glass of the door
4: mm, well if there's someone else in there i'll just knock
0: okay and so yeah you hear uh, the knock so oh uh, and you hear the sound of like papers shuffling and stuff come in come in all right uh so you head inside uh, into the bomb show that has become dr fisher's office. Papers are all over the place in various stacks, a couple of which are on the ground. There are a whole bunch of what appear to be like coffee cups on the desk from like, uh, you know, coffee shops. Some of which may look like they're a couple days old. Um, mm-hmm. And you can see that there are two laptops that are open on Dr. Fisher's desk. And the man himself is sitting behind his desk uh, reorganizing some papers. He looks like he has not slept very well, if at all. Uh, his hair is, like, tied back in a very loose, frayed ponytail. Clothes are looking a bit crumpled, as though like he slept in them. Uh, heavy bags under his eyes. This is a guy who... he looks like a pencil that's been worn down to the nub, uh, as he's getting things organized. And he looks up and he sees you. Oh, uh, Evelyn! Hey, uh, good. Good to see you're finally back. How, how, uh, did uh, right? Did you want? And then he puts a hand to his heart. Right, I asked to talk to you. Um, h- how are you doing? Oh, you, you know, fine. So, same oh, as always. Yeah, you know, <laughs> good. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And I mean, a lot of things went on recently with you. Ever since you left, uh, just wanted to double check. Like, no changes. No. Uh, odd side effects like, uh, you know, um, hallucinations, sensory effects, nothing, at all, or, you know, nerve damage or anything?
4: Uh, nerve damage? No, 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 nothing like that. Well, was,
0: um, I mean, it was based on electricity, so we just wanted to make sure, like, th- there is a, an, there are examples of people who've, you know, had similar side effects from experience popping up months, even years after, so just want to make sure everything's
4: okay with you. Uh, yeah, no, no lasting damage. You know, I, oh, I have a good course. doctor, but but yeah,
0: thanks. Yeah, yeah oh, no, no, of course. Um, whew, uh, I'm sorry. I know I must look like a bit of a mess right now. There's just been um, a lot that's been on my plate with uh, recent developments with experiments and things like that. Uh, and basically, there was somebody who I was talking to for help about all of this, but uh, in the last week, he's actually gone missing. You're f- you're familiar with uh, Dr. Thresher, correct?
4: Uh, Dr. Thresher. Uh, yeah. Maybe you so, refresh my memory. Right. Um, uh,
0: Joseph Thresher. He's uh, basically one of the leading marine biologists in his field. Uh, he operates out of South Africa in the University of Cape Town (UCT). Um, right. Yeah, he's done a number of theses on things related to, like, species of fish, migratory habits, uh, stuff like that. Um, He's been missing for about a week. And they're trying to find him at the moment, but I was working with him on a number of different projects. And um, basically, he was helping to, like, crunch some numbers, run some data, things like that. And since he went missing... Of course, we're all concerned about him. Also, uh, I've been kind of doing his share of the work. And the reason I asked him for help was because there was so much on my plate already, in addition to the stuff that I gave to him. Um,
4: When you say missing, what exactly do you mean? This all sounds very dramatic.
0: Yeah, he just kind of leans back in his chair, uh, like, pushes his hands to his forehead, runs through his hair. Honestly, I know as much as you do. Uh... The, uh, he didn't show up for one of his lectures. Uh, they sent, uh, uh, one of his students went by his house to check on him, but the place was, well, it looked as though he left. They don't know exactly. They've been trying to find him. He's gone. It's like he's gone off the grid and we don't know where he is at the moment. We've been trying to reach him, but he's not answering his phone. Okay. Hey. Yeah. So, because of that, uh I've just been trying to pick up on his work, but at the moment, I could really use somebody who knows something about these, you know, sorts of things, who is good at, you know, doing some good old-fashioned office work. So, was wondering if you might have some spare time, because given as you're getting settled back in here, you're probably looking for something to do, you know, get back into the swing of things. So yeah, I, if, do... I,
4: I could, I could throw a couple hours a week at it for <sighs> sure.
0: Oh, Evelyn, you are the best. Thank you so, so much. And he like takes basically this, the papers that he was sorting through, he puts them into like this very thick looking folder and hands it over to you. Yeah. If you could uh, like, uh, I know that you're hoping to do kind of a re- reduced workload to sort of get back into things after, you know your break so i figure you know this can be a great place to start
4: data entry uh, uh all right sure
0: a necessary part of any bit of research but mm-hmm. uh yeah and after a little bit uh, once you've sorted things out if there's anything specific you want to work on like if you notice anything around here that you think could be like really worth your time let me know because i want to make sure that Everybody can do good work, and part of doing good work is doing stuff that really energizes and, you know, motivates
4: people. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I had a couple ideas b- before I left. I oh. think I might try and pick those up again. But, oh. uh, hey, where was Dr. Thresher staying?
0: Um, Basically, uh, he did have a room on campus. He was... Well, the two of us were very similar in that he was very dedicated to his work. Uh, he did have an apartment off campus, but he mo- he didn't use it too, too much. Mostly stayed on campus, which is why, you know, they went to his office first, then his apartment. But the fact that they didn't find anything at all like that... you filed mm-hmm. a missing
4: persons report?
0: We have, yeah. And uh, currently the police, uh, to my understanding, are looking over to it, looking into it, but... I mean he lives on the other side of the
4: planet so uh yeah assuming he's left town um all right that's interesting mm. thanks yeah
0: no worries and so with that uh you've got the folder and uh i take it you head back to the lab and start digging into some things
4: uh yeah i'm actually going to google dr thresher and try and learn a bit more about him Sounds interesting,
0: Um, yeah. So, you pull, yeah. You actually find he's got his own Wikipedia page,
4: um, big big name,
0: uh, yeah. So, the photo comes up, uh, a very uh, decent looking man in like his late 20s comes up, dark skin, uh, sort of like a a thick looking black beard head, or like his hair done up into dreadlocks like at a ponytail at the back of his head dressed well he like he's got sort of the suit jacket fresh dress shirt but the sleeves are rolled up to expose that his forearms are covered in tattoos that seem to be like related to various um, fish and like diagrams and things like that like definitely you know nerdy tattoos but he looks like uh, you know basically like um, a very up-to-date, very sort of new-age kind of professor. Huh. Pretty young too. Yeah, young, definitely. Um, his po- basically he broke into his field very, very early, and he's made a number of discoveries related to various species. But yeah, um, nothing about the disappearance in his uh, biography just yet. So.
4: Okay. Yeah. I guess uh, I'll just keep looking. Like. If he's visited here before, like, did he mm. stay with someone there? I'm going to try and do basic investigation stuff, like, see if um, I can pick up news articles. But that, okay. that can happen in the background. Sure. Yeah, so
0: as you begin typing away, trying to figure out a little bit more about him, let's go over to another hero of ours. So, all right, this time we are going to our resident, yeah, uh, our resident statue or the person impersonating them, Cassandra so in these last couple days ever since uh Kisilla was brought onto the team what have you been up to exactly um
2: so for the most part uh cassandra has um i mean part of it is kind of working with Nad and figuring out like the whole how this whole addiction to creation thing has been going um hmm. you know like Does it need to be with the fabricator? Is this like something that's controllable through behavior? Is this Mm. like, is it enough that, that if Cassandra comes in every five minutes and, you know, forces Nat to go take a break, will that help them like deal with the issue? Is it like, like, you know, basically, and and also probably just reading out a lot, reading up a lot on the psychology of addiction because, uh, you know, Cassandra doesn't actually know anything about that. And Cassandra might be, uh, you know, uh, definitely deluding herself about how much caffeine she intakes uh, as she's reading these books.
0: But, you know,
5: caffeine addiction,
0: no such thing. So I'm going to say that for this, you are actually at your apartment because we have seen Cassandra mostly at the base. But in terms of her like civilian life and stuff, um, I think we could maybe delve into that a little bit more. So as you are reading through your books, um, could you describe sort of the layout of your apartment for us, just to get an idea of the place in which you choose to live?
2: Uh, okay, so it is a uh, it's a it's a pretty small apartment. It has mm-hmm. uh, basically a kitchen, a dining room, and a bedroom. Um, cool. uh, it's sparsely decorated. Honestly, uh, like it's uh, like. Quite honestly, it like there's an, an enough uh, there's basically just enough there to make it look like it's lived in, but not enough to, to get people to ask questions about. Oh, where did this come from? Hmm. Where did you go to school? Are you definitely from the twenty the twentieth century?
0: You know, totally. Yeah,
5: it's it's one of those things where someone walks in, and unless they're really paying attention, they suddenly realize, huh, there are no pictures of like family or anything in here.
0: And of course, at that point, they don't ask because if people don't have pictures of family, usually there's a reason for that. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, so so, yeah, but uh, like, it's honestly pretty bare. um, Especially now that Nat's in the base and uh, you know, uh, like the, the people that, that Cassandra like likes interacting with are all part of her superhero identity. So this place is more or less where she sleeps because the bed here is more comfortable than collapsing on, on a workbench.
0: Right. Totally. Totally. So uh-huh. you are reading through stuff on the nature of addiction and you're going through this article about dopamine, which is honestly, you know, it just raises even more questions because, you know, robots don't have, uh, you know, chemical processes. So, you know, um, can robots get addicted to things even though there's no dopamine hit? Like, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you hear uh, a knock, knock, knock on your front door.
2: So the, the first thing Cassandra does is uh, take out uh, her phone and activate the remote camera that she placed above her door.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, you uh, look through the camera uh, down at the unwitting person who's standing in front of the door. It's actually your next-door neighbor in the building, Susan Brown, who's maybe in her mid-80s or so. Like, she's got her walker in front of the door, and she's like... ...waiting with a very patient, sweet smile on her face.
2: Okay, yeah. So, uh, Cassandra will get up... Uh, Cassandra
1: puts down the gun!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Cassandra doesn't have a gun.
1: Yeah, she just disarms the traps.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Uh, yeah, she'll, like, get up, make sure that she's properly attired... ...to to, to meet someone at the door and, like, mm. just go see what Susan wants.
0: okay so uh you open up the door and she greets you with a big sunny smile cassandra hello dear how are you today
2: i'm good how are you
0: doing well thank you i'm sorry to bother you but there's something going on with uh my what is it called a uh, router i i'm uh, i'm trying to turn on the television but there's nothing on the screen at the moment and I've called the people at the help center and they've tried to walk me through it, but uh, uh, so far nothing seems to work and I know how good you are with uh, gizmos and that. What if them called me a boomer over the phone?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know, what
1: did that mean?
2: Um, Alright, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Cassandra will be like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll go uh, yeah. t- take a look. and yes. yeah. um,
0: Susan's been, yeah, she's a good neighbor to have. Like, she's always been very nice with you, and like, you know, a couple times she's uh, brought you over some examples of some things that she's been baking, like, you know, brownies or muffins, stuff like that. And, uh, she might encounter a couple problems like this here and there, but, like, she's a in addition to being a very sweet person, she's also quite smart in that, like, before she retired, she was a former mathematician. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot more going on under the hood than you might expect. So, yeah, basically she brings you over to her apartment and, uh, you take a look at what's going on and, uh, yeah, you think you see the problem. It, uh, it seems to be like a networking issue that... Honestly, uh, it's a little more complex than turning it off and on again, so it kind of makes sense that, you know, pretty much not only someone of her age, but almost anybody wouldn't have been able to figure it out on their own.
2: Okay, yeah, and she'll, like, uh, like, is this something where she needs to actually, like, pop the case on the router, or is this something, like, where she can just, like, remote access the router's, like, print, like st- stuff and make it uh, work?
0: Hmm. Um, it looks like uh, you might have to pop the case open and just take a look at the wiring.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll say, "I, I looks like this might be a hardware issue." Um, do you mind if I open this up and oh, take a
0: look? Oh, by all means.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Cassandra will go back to her like, her room, go yep. grab her her spare toolkit. Uh, cool.
0: Yeah, you come back and, uh, yeah, there's an electric kettle that's boiling. I'm making myself some tea, dear. Would you like any?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Caffeinated or non-caffeinated?
2: Uh, whatever. I'll have whatever you're having.
0: Ah, alright. So, yeah. Basically, she brings over uh, two mugs of peppermint tea. Uh, you take a look at the wiring and you are able to sync things back up again. Oh, thank you. The only person that I can really talk to about this is my grandson, but he's so busy with his studies at the moment that he hasn't been able to come over for a little while.
2: Yeah, well, the, this is a little bit of an uncommon issue. I, unless your, your grandson is, uh, does... Uh, knows a bit about electrical engineering. I, I, you, he might not have been able to help anyway.
0: But. Oh, wow. I see. So yeah, you, uh, you get the wires, uh, synced back up in no time at all. Cause, uh, for you, you know, somebody of your technical caliber, this is child's play. And, uh, yeah, you get it all uh, set back up. Yep. And so, ah, excellent. And she, uh, like hurries over to her chair, uh, gets the remote, turns it on and, uh, yeah.
5: Monster Jam, coming to you live with all kinds of
0: trucks going on and over, going through the flaming hoops. Like, yeah, it is a full-on monster truck rally, and she just claps excitedly as uh, she brings over like a bowl of potato chips for herself. Oh, perfect, dear! Thank you so much.
2: Uh, you're welcome. Uh, uh just make sure to to, to watch the volume on that Uh, because i understand it's like (laughs) checking her like ears yeah
0: um it it looked like every time that the announcer on the tv speaks like a little bit of dust comes off of some of the nearby picture frames and so oh right right and so uh yeah with this um she like does something with her hearing aid to turn it up a bit and turns down the volume because you know she is mindful in that regard as a neighbor yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I,
2: I imagine it was just more that Cassandra was like standing right next to the
0: speakers when that, yeah, happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Thank you, dear. And remember, if you ever need anything at all, you can always ask for help with me.
2: I'm. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, thank you Excellent. for the. Tea.
0: Oh, of course. And so, with that, um, you have a feeling that it's getting a little bit close to like around the time where you go over to the base to check
4: on Nat.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. uh, yeah. So Cassandra will uh, go put back her her uh, backup backup toolbox and then uh, mm. uh, head over to the base.
0: Sweet. Okay. And now let's jump over to another one of our heroes. Let's go to. Um, Gene. So Gene, yeah. right now you are at the dojo. Uh, basically, uh, it is about uh, late-ish afternoon, maybe about 4pm after the time when school gets out because 4 o'clock is when you teach one of your junior classes for martial arts. Yes, indeed. So, uh, basically, all of your students have gathered, usually around the ages of like 11, 12, stuff like that. A various assortment of white belts, yellow belts, green, brown, red belts, and uh, even a few notable black belts here and there. So, um, also, for this scene, if you guys want to, you are more than welcome to voice some of the kids in the class as well.
5: Oh, Chris, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, basically it's looking just a little bit rowdier than normal, Gene. Uh, It looks like you might have to try and get their attention to get the class started. All right.
5: Uh, So they're all, I'm assuming, all sort of milling about. So Gene is going to do the tried and trusted method of getting kids to pay attention, which is to clap three times in a rhythm and then wait for them to do the clap back.
0: Okay. um, They clap back. And then there is a little bit of a delay as some of them uh, quickly put down their phones from where they were sitting on some nearby chairs and do the clap. All right, use, everyone. Use the chime. Use
3: the <laughs> chime, Harry.
0: <laughs> we don't have a gong in this gym, in this dojo.
3: Or at least we have
5: a gong. It's not what I'm supposed to ring because it's ceremonial. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, you know the drill. Warm-up laps around the dojo. Let's go. And Gino will sort of like lead them on a bit of a run. Uh, and then he works in some stretching. Generally gets them all sort of nice and warmed up. And then he'll kind of have them split into different groups. So he's got like the, the white and yellow belts. Mm. Um, they're off doing sort of beginner exercises. So they're learning, you know, proper stance form, proper uh, punching, like proper, like, you know, how to throw a, a, a standard punch sort of properly and just sort of really narrowing down that form. Um, the advanced ones are sort of doing like they're sort of beginner katas. They're okay. learning their like, you know, the steps, the movements, how to control their breathing so they're not out of breath throughout the whole thing. And then I'm assuming for the advanced classes, um, Gene is going to start uh, moving them through some techniques for um, not exactly sparring, but more like they are actually going to be like, you know, doing throws on each other because they've, you know, gotten high enough in the levels that they, I can reasonably trust them to not break each other in half.
0: Damn. Gene, it sounds like Gene puts a lot of thought and effort into planning out his lessons. Oh, yes. This is his day job, after all. (laughs) Very good. Okay. So, yeah, there are a couple of parents there who, you know, are sitting nearby and they're watching over everything. And, uh, yeah, basically it does seem to be sort of a regular day. And you notice that about halfway through this whole lesson, uh, your dad comes into the dojo and uh, watches from the sidelines.
5: All right, well, um, I'm basically just going to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, like step in if I do to correct form or like remind them like, hey, like that's good. But one thing you should keep in mind is you want to exhale when you're throwing the punch out, because otherwise you're just going to keep holding it in and then you're going to fall over. That's not really all that great. And, you know, just give kids pointers to make sure that they're, um, you know, doing it safely and, um, you know, properly.
0: Okay, um, yeah. One of your students, Jimothy, who we have brought up before, who was at the uh, bank heist, is uh, basically doing it with a little bit too much enthusiasm and is really overexerting himself. All right, so I'm gonna basically go at the Jimothy,
5: and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, that's like I like the passion. I like the passion." Yeah. Remember, part of doing uh-huh. this is also making sure that you have control. Just throwing your arms out, and Gene's gonna do like a like a windmill man thing. Like Just throwing your arms out like this makes you tired out for a bit. So remember, just make sure that you do that, like I told you, and sort of follow the target in your head. Just
0: follow hit the, the target, target, and then bring hit it the, back. Hit, hit the target, bring it back. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, he. it looks like he's maybe a little caught on to this idea because, you know, he's always been the sort of kid to just do attack, attack, attack. But, um, yeah, uh, he's one of those kids that's, you know, a s- slow but steady work in progress.
5: Yeah. If the other... If there's no, like, other pressing things that Gene <laughs> has to worry about, he'll actually like, go over, pull out, like, a couple foam blocks, and kind of, like, give him an actual visual target oh. to hit. Oh, oh!
0: okay, we're breaking some foam today.
5: <laughs> well, not breaking it, but, you know, like oh. I said, if you need to see the target, well, this is the target.
0: Okay, so yeah, you leave him to that, and... A little bit of time goes by before, uh, things start to run down. And after your students, uh, you know, uh, say, uh, you know, wish you well and, uh, you know, head out back to their parents and stuff, your dad comes up to you. Gene, you've been doing very well recently, my son. Uh, well, you know, I
5: had a good teacher.
0: <laughs> oh, you should introduce me to him. Now, uh, um... I was hoping to ask you I think uh, with the income we've been making from our various lessons, I think tonight we can treat ourselves and order in a bit of food. Um, Hell yes! So, um, And with this, he uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a little bit of money. Um, uh, Could you go down to the Wandering Plate and see what they have to offer for tonight's dinner special?
5: You got it! uh be back in well when i get there
0: okay so uh yeah you take the money and the wandering plate is maybe about a 20 minute walk kind of like near one of the nearby community centers Um, 20 minute walk or how fast if gene like not using
5: ki but if he starts taking the rooftops
0: if you start taking the rooftops you're looking at five minutes
5: Oh yeah, I I cut through those things.
0: Okay, so you hardcore parkour all the way over there, and uh, landing on the ground outside, uh, yeah, even from a distance, like, the smell of cooking from all different uh, parts of the world uh, washes over you, because the Wandering Plate is a very interesting little hub that's been opened up by uh, not just a member of the community, but also a friend of your father's a fellow by the name of Gao Pree Lung. A fellow who basically traveled all over the world, uh, picking up various forms of cooking and diversifying his portfolio as a chef. And as a result, he opened up this little eatery that has something different every single night of the week. Like, some nights it could be, um, for example, uh, Mongolian stew, or on another night it might be uh, Chinese hot pot or it could be uh, Indian curry, for example. Like, no, it's always something new or something different, I should say. But nevertheless, it's always made very, very well mm. and at a reasonable price, too. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh,
5: I'm going to uh, head in. Kay. Basically, just check to see how busy the place is. Uh, I'm assuming there's like a board outside that uh, yeah. has the, the specials on it.
0: Uh, yeah, looks like, uh, for today's special, it looks like, um, pierogies are what's going on for today. Polish-style pierogies. Hmm. And, uh, sorry, you were were saying? No, Gene just remarks to himself. It's like, oh, neat. And then, uh, yeah, I'll head inside. All right, so, yeah, um... The fellow himself is, uh, sitting uh, on a stool just behind the counter along with a couple other employees of his. Uh, Gao is a very notable fellow, um, seems to be like in his late 50s or so, balding head with like this, uh, pointy mustache and beard. Um, he looks, um, he's pretty husky for a guy his age, and you're not entirely sure what sort of nationality he is. He's got one of those sorts of complexions and appearances where he could be from any country in the world, and it would, uh, match, basically. But, uh, the fellow himself is, uh, basically, yeah, he's sitting on a stool. He kind of has to because he's missing his right leg just above the knee, so he gets around with, like, a cane and stuff like that, but yeah he's uh basically working at one of the nearby tables like uh chopping some things up for what appear to be cabbage rolls and he sees you and so ah gene good to see you son how are you doing today not too bad you know living surviving Ah, as any of us are so son what can i get for you uh can i get two orders of the special Ooh, you got it so yeah uh basically he calls it out back to the kitchen then uh uh sticks with his work. So I understand you're teaching classes these days. Your father's been telling me about those. Yeah, it's just
5: kids' classes, you know. I can't exactly be Grandmaster just yet, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, working towards it. Uh Aha, and what sort of thing are you teaching those kids? (laughs) Well, first, how to breathe properly. You'd be amazed Mm -hmm. how many of them get gassed after just running around for a few minutes.
0: (laughs) Uh, th- yeah, those kids are full of vitality, but if you put them through something that's actually worth their paces, then they tuck her out right quick. Stamina has to be built up over time. <laughs> yeah, don't I know it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, so in short order, he's got both of uh, your dishes ready and hands them over. By the way, uh, tell your old man that I'll be coming over for another game night some night soon. <laughs> are you going to take all his money again? Well, um, only if he lets me. <laughs> which is pretty much almost any night I come over, really. <laughs>
5: yeah. Uh, gotta get that old man off Mahjong. Anyway, uh, catch
0: you later. Don't do that. He's my best source of income. Heck, I could close this restaurant down if it wasn't for him.
5: Uh, and uh, yeah, so then Gene will... They're pierogies, so they're fairly, like, you know, stable from large movements, so he'll take oh, the yeah. shortcut he used before.
0: Sick, Okay. And so, as you bound over the rooftops, uh, you go and speak to your father, and after a bit of an early dinner, yeah, it's getting close to, uh, you know, the time where you head back to the base and get ready for another patrol.
5: Yeah. yeah so, all right, Dad, heading out to do superhero stuff.
0: Be so, back, whatever. Okay, be safe. Pick up milk. <laughs> Again? Oh, all right. So, uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, you head out, and... Next, uh, yeah, we are down to two characters, so I'm just gonna roll super quick. Okay, so we are gonna go to Casilla. Uh, so, Casilla, in the few days that you've been, you know, a member of Torch, nothing has gone on since then. Yeah. Uh, it seems as though you haven't needed to be called in, but I imagine you're looking forward to being made a member of the team and all that.
3: I imagine I've been pretty excited hmm. and um, the Smiths, the family that I've been uh, right. staying with last time, yeah. I I've, I've probably told them about it about mm-hmm. 50 times already and mentioned to them, look, they have given me this phone and oh. they have told me that they will call me.
0: Okay, so during this, uh, the you and your family are actually seated at... Um, apparently it's an eatery in the neighborhood the sign above the door labeled it as hal's heroes and apparently according to the smiths this is a staple of the community and everybody loves to go here I but
3: su- yeah sorry i i i'll say to the family as we go yeah. into it i'll say i am surprised that one man is able to have so many heroes come underneath him he must be a true inspiration to the community
0: Um, at this, um, I think the father of the family, we established his name was George? George, yeah. Yeah, so George, oh! uh, No, no, um, he listen, uh, heroes uh, yeah, uh, they they refer to the sandwiches that he makes. Uh, They're called hero sandwiches. Um, Yeah, it's not related to superheroes, but he actually does name the sandwiches here after uh, superheroes that are around here. Um, there are actually, actually, there are some sandwiches that are named after the heroes that are on your team.
3: Oh, you mean they make sandwiches after the heroes on Torch?
0: Um, as well as other heroes, uh, after a hero kind of sells in, does some good around here, Hal, uh, Whip puts together a sandwich and gives it a name based on the hero.
3: Oh, that is good. Oh, I am looking forward to this.
0: Uh, well, uh, just uh, give it some time. I'm sure you'll have something great. And, yeah. I wish
5: you'll... to eat Carcinon's skull. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, there is the Carsonon Club there. Uh, yeah, uh, turkey, lettuce, tomato, bacon, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, basically, you get settled in, and, uh, yeah, it does seem to be a nice little place with, like, um,. It looks like there's a sign that's advertising um, a token system and the sign reads pay $10 get 5 tokens hand them out uh, whoever brings in a token can get a free sandwich or a free 6 inch
3: uh, so you pay 10 I- I'm 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 sort of like talking to the family um, you pay $10 and mm-hmm. then you get the tokens yes and then the tokens you get the sandwich
0: yeah, um, generally, that's uh, it's a method that Hal does. He introduced it a little while ago. There are a couple folks here uh, who... Um, and at this, George kind of is trying to find the words. Um, are you familiar with um, homeless people? Uh, folks oh. who don't have a place to live? Yes, I am one of them. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I mean, you're uh, staying with us for now, but basically uh this is like there are some people who are homeless but they can't exactly get money for food to eat so normally they have to find ways of finding something to eat and i think hal introduced this as a way to help some of those folks out oh so hal is similar to a temple then um and uh uh, this uh yeah george just kind of I mean, he makes good sandwiches, so if you want to think of this place as a temple, I'm not going to argue that. Temple of heroes. This uh, is
3: truly paradise.
0: So, uh, at this, uh, yeah, a fellow comes over. Um, yeah, basically, older guy kind of like, uh, looks maybe a little bit like, uh, like, he's got a bit of a Robert De Niro kind of vibe about him. Uh, comes over with like an apron and stuff like that. He's got a tray loaded up with sandwiches so hey uh that's actually pretty good for advertising uh maybe i should consider that in the tagline of this place and so hey george how you doing so uh hal good to see you how's business oh i'm not too shabby not too shabby oh uh, who's your friend here
3: i am kasila i am the student of grand master um peshi oh uh, yes she, sorry cool good good to meet you kid how you doing uh, I am well. I am here Uh, to meet Hal.
0: Uh, well, you found him, and he kind of spreads his hands wide and gives you a smile at that. Oh, you are Hal. It's good to meet you, Hal. I am Ah. Ursula. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you, uh, you said that. Uh, yeah. I am here
3: to eat your sandwich. Uh,
0: that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, I, uh, so, uh, by all means, knock yourself out. You need anything else? We got condiments over there, drinks behind the counter. Uh, yeah. You said you
3: you said that he was carrying a, a plate of sandwiches, right? Yeah,
0: he set this down on the table. And, uh, like, the kids that are with you have already grabbed theirs and are tearing them open.
3: Okay, I, I'm going to sort of look at him and say, I would like a Casilla sandwich. Uh,
0: he kind of, I don't, um, I don't think that that's on the menu. Um, I'll, you... I'll take
3: out the cell phone that Torch gave me, and I say, Look, I am a hero of Torch. Oh! oh.
0: Uh... Hmm. Ain't that something? You're, um... Are you, uh, one of the new... New... Uh, new folks yes, with them? I am new.
1: The, sorry, question. The phones aren't, like... Don't have, like, a logo on them, do they?
0: No, no,
2: no. they are just phones. Yeah, it's Okay, just phone. so you
0: pull up a phone with a phone number. Yeah, no, no, no. I,
3: I literally just pull out a regular... Is it a flip phone or is it a smartphone?
2: It's a smartphone because Epimethea can, like make phones for pretty much nothing because she's super fun for the future it is a
3: phone and like casila will hold it up and it like she will like um press the 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 lock screen like the the button to pull up the lock screen and Uh she set the picture of it to be an extreme close-up of casila's face just like (laughs) looking into the phone
0: itself. uh yes the boomer classic so yeah, um, it's yeah, basically it's like um, her nose and part like the inward parts of both of her eyes. So it's yes. like basically she's staring at the person who opens this up. So yeah. I'll just kind of, uh, oh, uh, uh, the torch gave you that you said. Yes,
3: Josh helped me so so uh, set it up, and I'll point at the the little boy.
0: So uh, yeah, uh, the kid he's making no uh effort to acknowledge you. He's just already like a quarter of the way into this sandwich of his. Um, and how, oh, well, ain't that something, uh? Tell you what, I mean, it takes some time for heroes to kinda, you know, do some stuff before I make a sandwich based on them, so you go on patrols with uh, Torch, you know, come back here with the team. All of you guys can take a visit, and uh, tell you what, I'll work something out, okay?
3: Okay, uh, then, then I would like a harpy sandwich. And Ooh. I assume that during this time in the last couple days, the, the mm. family has like told me that I'm saying harpy wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, 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 I would like a harpy Ooh. sandwich.
0: Okay. You sure about that? That one's pretty spicy. Got a uh, banana peppers and everything. Yes. All right. I, uh, I would like it. Okay. Uh, just letting you know, like, there are some folks who have ordered it. It's roasted their taste buds off. So, alrighty. And so, with that, uh, he heads back and he begins, uh, yeah, whipping up a sandwich. So, as he might, as he described, it's full of um, things like uh, chicken, duck. Like it's kind of a turducken almost, but with a lot of spicy elements and like this chipotle mayo and stuff like that.
3: As it's I cheap, look, yeah, yeah. As I look at it, I'm gonna like see, talk to George and be like, "See, I told you. Me and the harpy, we are soulmates because she has a sandwich." I enjoy, and therefore we are soulmates. I um, will one day meet her.
0: And, uh, and George just smiles at you. Okay, well that, good on you. I'm sure you will. And, and I'll just
3: down the whole thing in like 30 seconds.
0: Okay, it's delicious, very spicy, but yeah, I imagine that you had spicy stuff before.
3: Yeah, well, Casila doesn't even like flinch at, yeah. at, 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 at any sort of, of the spice. She literally eats it and just goes, I, th- I thought, it was. is it not? Did I get the wrong sandwich? I thought it was supposed to be spicy.
0: Yeah, and George kind of... Uh, yeah, like, he actually got the same thing, and, like, he has flushed red and is, like, profusely sweating, and he's kind of, like, staring at you in amazement. Uh... No, you got the right thing. Maybe you just, uh... Maybe you could use something a little bit harder. Yes.
3: Yes. Hal! Uh, his name yeah. is Hal?
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Hal... Another harpy, but extra spice, please. And so Hal kind of looks up from the bench at you, just kind of incredulous. And so, all right, uh, you want to go for the triple chili pepper option? You got it. And so
5: reaches into the crucible with tongs to pull out the hot sauce.
0: That's too hot to touch. Um, Yeah. You can't see the sandwich that he's working on, but there's kind of like a neon glow suffusing his features as he's working. Um, but, anyway, we're gonna cut over to, uh, our last member, Brandon. So, Brandon, what have you been up to over the last couple days?
1: Uh, well, because if- the, I- I remember mentioning that he was starting- he was doing p- patrols again since there wasn't anything serious going on. Yeah. But, more like, are you talking, like, his personal life, or are you talking, like, hero-wise?
0: Either or. Whatever. Is there anything notable that's been going on these last couple days, or has it been life as usual for you? Uh,
1: well, if he has some free time now, he's probably gonna go follow up, uh, he, at that, uh, audition at that local playhouse that he was interested in checking out, but he didn't have a chance to before.
0: Okay, yeah, there are some things going on later this week, in fact. Um, there are some auditions that are going on soon, you do, uh, also have a lunch date, uh, coming up with your sister today, in fact.
1: Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah he definitely do
0: that then. Okay, but, uh, yeah, you, uh, on your way, you do stop by the theater, and it does say that, um, auditions are going on for a local play that's coming up soon.
1: Okay, well, uh, yeah, he'll definitely, uh, check that out after the lunch if he, or- sure. Does he have time to go before? Like, what, what time um, is there right now?
0: Yeah, you got time. You, like, you can, uh, uh, yeah, you can stop by the theater and, like, take a look inside, uh, see what's going on with the audition and stuff.
1: Okay. Uh, he will go in. Uh, he is carrying, a, uh, a headshot. Okay. Uh, despite the fact I don't think you need that in an audition, but, you know.
0: It, it abso- absolutely helps.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, but yes, he's got a headshot. He's got, like, his. Uh, nice clothes on, which hmm. as we've established are very boring. It's like a yeah. like a nice looking sweater vest, but still a sweater vest. So
5: Okay. So the stagiest khakis
1: you have ever seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's so, not like uh, I don't know if he's fully dad level, but yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. Okay, so you head inside and you do see that uh yeah basically there is a um a woman that's kind of speaking to somebody behind Counter like the person who isn't the employee like seems to be like this older woman with like a whole bunch of frizzy hair done back glasses sort of like um uh like this uh, I'm trying to find the word um not ex- uh yeah bohemian that's the word sort of like this um. Yeah, bohemian-style scarf from, like, the 70s draped over her shoulders. Clearly, like, as she's talking to the other woman, she's, like, moving her hands a lot, gesticulating with almost every word she says. She definitely seems to be, uh, you know, a so-called patron of the arts. hmm And, uh, she sees you, uh, kind of regards you for a moment, so, uh, hello, can I help you, sir? Um, hello,
1: I was wondering if there was still auditions going on?
0: Auditions, yes! Oh my gosh! Come here, let me take a look at you. Let me soak in your essence. So she comes from around the counter and, like, uh, without asking, like, takes your face in her hands and, like, turns your head from one side to the other. My goodness, yes, you've got a very interesting facial structure born for the stage, dare I say. Interesting, interesting. What's your name, sir? She has not let go of your face.
1: Hmm, uh... Well, Brandon, I guess would would just kind of sit there for a second to see if she would stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's kind of just too lost in it.
1: Um, excuse me. Uh, could you could I maybe audition?
0: Oh yes, and so with that, um, she lets go and. Uh, Yeah, grabs your hand and begins shaking it firmly. We do have auditions going on later this week, but I'll tell you what, uh, you come back with that brilliant headshot there of yours. You come and you show us what you got. I am looking for people with passion on the stage, people with energy. uh, They say the arts are dying, but I want nothing less than a revival to occur here, a reincarnation of the stage itself in Pacific City
1: uh well i have plenty of passion as you can tell he motions to himself (laughs) very expectantly (laughs) yeah so
0: yeah you just uh just the most i can feel it so yes there is something in you i don't know what it is but i know that beneath this uh vanilla exterior is this rocky road explosion of flavor and passion you come back, you bring this onto this stage, and we will see exactly what it is that makes you tick, oh mysterious ice cream man. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, more thing. May I ask your name? Oh,
1: uh, I'm... And he's like, tries to like, what. Because, like, clearly she's still way too... I, I imagine she's uncomfortably close still. Oh, yes,
0: exactly.
1: So he's, like, tries to put his hand between the two of them in, like, what little space remained.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, you wedge your hand into the personal space between you two. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Hart, um... Brandon Hart! And so she, uh, takes it and rings it in, uh... Yeah, rings it enthusiastically. Uh, My name, my dear, is Roxy. Roxy Delgado. And I am endeavoring to bring some form of life back into this theater and create a show the likes of which has never been seen here in Pacific City.
1: Well, Roxy, um, if I may say be so forward, I would love to be a part of
0: it. Excellent. And I would love nothing more than to see you here on Audition Day next week.
1: I will... And and at this point, uh, Brian takes a step back and he, he, he like closes his eyes for a moment and like does like a does like a deep in and out breath. I
0: will prepare
1: myself mentally.
0: Yeah, she just nods, sort of understanding exactly what you mean. Like uh, she is vibing on your wavelength. Hmm. And so with that, uh, you head out after that very interesting encounter and head off to uh, meet your sister, Julia Hart so yeah the place that she picked for lunch is actually a little upscale um like you did dress like it is the sort of place that you can't just walk in with clothes for she put this together having a couple of friends who actually were able to score a reservation but uh yeah it looks like this place is very nice indeed with um a table out on the patio in fact okay so yeah, uh taking your seat, you wait for her to arrive and maybe a couple minutes after the expected time, she is uh hurrying between the tables towards where you're sitting. So, uh maybe you could uh, help paint a picture. What does your sister look like exactly?
1: Uh so like whereas a whereas Brandon in his normal form is kind of a uh to like kind of uh blandish sort of affect. Uh-huh. Um, you would uh i would classify julia as more of like a very like um efficient effect in terms mm-hmm. of like sure her, her suit is like pressed like yeah. very very particularly uh like her her, her accessories are complementary but not gaudy yeah. uh her, her hair is functional but stylish
0: mm-hmm. and yeah the colors uh don't clash they pop enough but they're not like explosive yeah. So basically, uh, she uh, comes over to you. Hey, Brandon, good to see you. Sorry that I'm a bit late. And she uh, reaches in and gives you a one arm hug where you're sitting. Uh, yeah, uh, Brandon will, will, will uh,
1: reciprocate. Okay. Uh, so nice to see you, Julia. No. How have you been?
0: Oh, my gosh. And so she takes a seat down in front of you. A lot has been going on. Um, basically, the Tribune has been keeping me super busy. And you know for a fact that she works at the Pacific City Tribune, a major newspaper that uh, basically covers major events going on in Pacific City. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. a bas- um, couple things have been going on. Um... Basically, you know, um, the odd sort of superhero incident here and there that we've been covering, you know, developments with the mayor, uh, you know, um, basically events involving crime and, you know, going ons and things like that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm so sorry. To listen to me talk about myself. What about you? Hmm? How, how have you been? Uh, I've been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
1: of uh, working on some solo material uh, okay,
0: okay. Um. Have you, like, gotten into anything with other people? Like, uh, plays or, you know, small movies or things like that?
1: Yes, actually. I hmm. have an opportunity coming up uh, soon. Okay, okay.
0: And... Yeah, well, I've made right. many
1: irons in the fire, you can see, but... Uh, one, one that I think has potential.
0: Okay, okay. And... I know that you talked to me also about, like, doing a bit of wrestling as well here and there. Have you gotten into uh, that again, or...? Oh, um, no.
1: That, that, uh, and that this, uh, Brandon looks a little bit downtrodden up. Uh, didn't, uh, work out.
0: Uh, oh, um, yeah, you know, I'm uh, sorry. I, I
1: had a, had a, sh- had a bit of an injury, shoulder injury, but I'm okay now. Oh, oh just, okay. i uh, I've uh, been taking it easy.
0: All right, you're okay so... though?
1: Yeah, yeah. Good, Just uh good, focusing good. Uh, I'm focusing on my uh acting right now.
0: Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I've been uh keeping a little busy as well. I've been taking some fitness classes actually uh martial arts classes at a dojo nearby. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh yeah. Um, basically, I've been learning about, you know, how to throw a couple punches here and there, um, ever since, you know, my cycling class fell through a while back, uh, basically, I haven't found any good classes, but this is a way to, you know, uh, keep my cardio up and also figure out, you know, how to throw a punch if anybody, you know, or if I were to find myself in any kind of situation, although... Not hoping that I ever get into one, of course, but it's good to know these things just in case. Hmm. Of course. Yeah. Uh. Also, the instructor is pretty cute, might I say, so I am enjoying that element of the class. Uh well, uh what, what would what did you say the name of the place was? Uh the ondori dojo. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, they know a whole bunch of different things about martial arts and stuff. And the guy who uh, teaches the adult seminar is just this, like... Uh, yeah, he really knows his stuff, but he is very, like, well-built. Like, he's been doing martial arts his whole life, and it shows. So, nothing to complain about that. Um, Been thinking about t- talking to him after the class, but... Yeah, basically, I've only been there a short time, so, anyway. Um, how about you? Any irons in the fire regarding that element of your life, or just waiting to meet somebody?
1: Oh, you know, um, uh, the stage calls, uh, and I must Mm. answer.
0: All right, your first love is the stage, I understand. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Um,
1: now about this dojo, you- Hmm. Yeah. Uh, would you say that, well, you're having a good
0: time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, the people there are super friendly, and, I mean, the exercises kick my butt, I'm not gonna lie, but... I've been feeling really healthy, and I've learned, like, a couple different moves. Like, uh, there, one of them, like, there's the straightforward punch, but there's also, like, roundhouse kick and a couple things like that. I'm not too good yet compared to some of the other people, but I'm picking up a few things.
1: Oh, oh well, all, all right. Interesting. Uh, just don't uh, hurt yourself, you know? <laughs> of uh, course. I heard sometimes there's weird people around that part of town, but... Oh. Um, you know, okay. So just um, maybe, maybe, you know maybe, thing, you know, maybe it's a good thing, you're taking classes, just, there you uh... go! Brandon yeah. internally is like, uh, what if a super villain shows up trying to kill Gene?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, don't worry, I'll keep that in mind, I know the basis of self-defense, like, I've also got, you know, uh, some mace in my purse, just in case, but, yeah, last resort, I'm not stupid. And so with that, uh, the server comes by and you begin placing your lunch orders. But with that, the rest of lunch is pretty good. Like, you and your sister have sort of these uh, perfunctory visits about once a month to check in with each other and stuff. It's never like, you know, riveting conversation, but she's family. As you and your sister finish up lunch, she says, uh, anyway, I gotta run. Apparently there's some sort of conference going on or some sort of announcement and like a whole bunch of news people are going there. It's something to do with a place called the the Magi Foundation. I'm not too sure what it is. Magi Corporation, maybe? Um, But anyway, uh, I got some things to do later. Uh, Take care of yourself, okay? So she said Magi
1: Corporation. Have I heard of that before?
0: You maybe have heard of a couple things here and there. Like, it's apparently a like a private research institute or something. But, uh, yeah, it's mostly kept very kind of close to the ground. Like, uh, something to do involving, like, uh, paranormal phenomena. But nothing too, too public just yet.
1: Okay, well, uh, on his way back to the base,
0: Mr. Uh, Mio, Google it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it looks like it's been operating for... 15 years or so. Um, it was founded a while back by somebody by the name of Daniel Davis. And that name kind of rings a bell, but you're not sure from where exactly. So, uh, But yeah, it does seem to be an institute that specializes in researching um, magical phenomena that occurs across the planet and various things because this is a superhero universe. So, you know, there are some things that pop up here and there. So it does uh, private research into that sort of thing, and uh, yeah, basically brings together people who have exhibited abilities like this.
1: Mm, all right. Well, I'll bring that to the to the group and okay. uh, see if they know anything.
0: But all right. So let's go to the base because you guys basically have another routine patrol to go on tonight. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can
2: find us on Tumblr at listen to these nerds.tumblr.com